You're listening to Triple Radio on the Fat Gatsby Network. Yeah, I'm I'm rolling. I'm of course the stream for like pre-show banter a while ago, but I just didn't do it. Um, oh, so, okay. man, they could have been seeing all that amazing talk about 40 year old white men discussing the I thought we did pretty good terms yeah I'm sure I don't know if anybody's watching right they'll be like well why is we beat up yeah exactly uh, that's why I was like oh I gotta turn my camera on before we start streaming, and then I'll say it again. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so, I mean, so, 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 I mean, Weiss, you know, you you went, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you got too woke in front of some true American, right? You, you that's right. And, yeah. Right. So, so, are we starting the triple radio now? It's oh yeah. I think <laughs> we can't start the triple radio now. Okay. It's, uh, we, yeah, it's yeah, recording. It's like the music plays, and then I say, oh, Ooh, fuck, and I, then you cha- I just realized I didn't you change my that. damn webcam again. Son of a bitch. Oh, man. Uh, still, still well good to catch it box. now all right yeah yeah maybe i'll remember uh before the next time we do this or the next time i <laughs> yeah. use my camera to put in the new one that i bought like two months ago i bet it's great. anyways <laughs> i can't wait to, to see Triple how Radio. crystal clear i can see your it's tim it's, it's the same Spence. picture yeah just without it glitching out it'll be better yep that's good all right yeah. I, yeah. Okay. We, we're good. We're recording. We're going. What the hell yep. happened to you? Look at you. Fell you off a bike. Like a used my face. He fell off I a know, bike, yeah. folks. Yeah. yeah. This is what happens when you do bad improv. If you're watching, <laughs> yeah. They yeah. fight you. They fight you. They all fight you. Oh. Yeah. We is a little beat up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm fine. Dave, I'm not yeah. too drugged. I don't know. D- Dave, do you want to start with the Transformers Minute or do Could we, we? Just want to talk about it? Yeah, okay. We start with the Transformers Minute because he's Minute, right Dave. here. Yeah. So uh, Dave is holding up a uh, Transformers 86 Studio Series Grimlock that he's yeah. very proud of that he just got his grimy mitts on. Yes. Where'd you get that from? I So I Did got this from Goodwill. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh. So, so I did not pay the current market rate of like upwards of $200. I got him closer to retail. Um, I I paid a total of 80 after shipping. uh, And he came in, in a lot in an unsorted lot with, um, with like a, a siege era Decepticon, um, like a deluxe size figure barricade uh, and like a couple of rando, like uh, movie series, bumblebees and stuff. Um, he is a little damaged. He is missing exactly one component. He's missing his heel back here. No. So there's a big chunk taken out of his heel and he doesn't have any accessories. So there's no, there's Mm. no gun. Um, he did come with wheelie actually wheelie, but wheelie's missing an arm, I think, but I already have two core class wheelies that are better anyway. So there he is. Yeah. 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 I've got. Putting him yeah, up there. Yeah, my my wheelie sitting up there anyway. So uh so yeah, that yeah. was that was no big that was no big loss. Um yeah, I got and, my uh ooh. Ooh, snarls here. There's snarls <laughs> sword attached. And yeah, and, and yeah, and yeah, sludge fluid. <laughs> yeah, I got to see I took these two out of their boxes right away because they don't have windows in their boxes. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. in order to see them, I had to remove them yeah. from the packaging. Grimlock and uh slug 
formerly known as slag are still in their boxes upstairs until until swoop comes out and then they're all coming out all right. the the sword on the side of snarl's leg is yeah. the laziest uh i love it i kind of wish it's <laughs> just a place to stick it so yeah, you don't they've all, yeah. all and modern... he's got a sword yep they've all they, they've all got these little peg holes all over them so that you can, if you want uh, to just okay. encrust them, if you want to bejewel them with weapons, mm-hmm. you can. They're you like can, Crocs. Yeah. yeah. Yes. If you want mm-hmm. to gibbet them up with all kinds of <laughs> weapons, uh, you absolutely can. Um, yeah, Tim, boy, I don't know if I could leave Grimlock in the box. I mean, he is, he's such a huge, chonky boy. I was not prepared. I knew that he was, you know, proportionally larger than the others, but he's just, he's just massive. He he's just towers over, I think. You know what? I haven't stood him right next to Ultra Magnus because mm. Ultra Magnus is like on a shelf behind a bunch of guys, but like he's taller than well, that's Ultra like a Magnus. Siege Ultra Mag. That's an older Ultra Magnus. Not it is an older. Yeah, it's one. Siege yeah. Ultra. Oh, Magnus. okay. Honestly, like yeah. I don't know if I love Siege eighty six Ultra Magnus. Ooh, is that uh, no. so? This is red, right? Super- this is no, this mm-hmm. is Super Seven uh, Megatron actually. Oh. So he's oh, like nice. a red in that he doesn't transform. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he comes, he's most distinct in that he came with a bunch of accessories. Like, you know, the little electric guys from that one episode of Transformers. <laughs> yes. He came with one of those. <laughs> That's he great. The, yeah. he, he came All right. That has like the purple, that purple helmet. From, yeah. I don't remember what one that was. And this one specifically, like he has like a little bit of like, I don't know, Transformer blood running down from his Ooh. lip with the gun that he shot. Uh, Adult. Uh, nice prime with. So, so th- this is like. You know, it's mm-hmm. over prime Megatron. Yeah. Right. And on, of course, like the laser sword. And he can't, you know, yeah. he comes with the usual like light mate or the, the flail thing, but specifically for sure. like making that. He, he came with like a bunch of stuff and his like chest mm-hmm. opens for whatever. He's in the Megatron collection now. And I did get another a red one though. It is the, uh, the uh, transforming into mm. Galvatron. Nice. Oh, That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was ready to be like, you doubled up, and then I saw it, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I get it. So he, I get it. He, he gets to stand between my red Megatron and my red Galvatron as the missile. <gasps> between oh, them. that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's that that that's good displaying. Yeah. Well, while you're in the middle of uh, collection stuff, you boys buy anything at the MAGFest? This is your chance to show that. Well, that's not... So oh, is there uh, no Magfest? Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I I did buy okay. things. I bought quite a few things at Magfest. Well, I bought. Some, okay. It's all like mostly art, so it's all mm-hmm. like not on gotcha. the wall yet. But um, I got a huge. Uh, the, the thing I spent the most money on was a print. It's a Marvel versus Capcom artwork that this guy did with mm-hmm. like fucking everybody from yeah original Marvel vs. Capcom through infinite, like all the Marvel characters, all the Capcom characters. It looks sick as hell. Um, nice. He, he had a lot. He, he had some other good ones too, but that was the one that jumped out at me. Um, got one, one of a uh, cabbage man from a uh, avatar. Ah, mm. uh, uh, yeah. And there, there's like a, yeah. Yeah. Richard got a, like a Deadpool. He got some Deadpool print. And mm-hmm. then Lauren got like another one. Richard got like some shirts. Oh, wait, I did get some. Wait, hang on. Where okay. is it? Well, while you're doing that, <laughs> I guess like the the weird random. Uh, while I don't really care about the live action uh, Netflix avatar, 
they did get the original voice actor of the cabbage guy to play the cabbage guy. Yeah, that's pretty And great. I thought that was neat. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I got a uh, little grub figure from uh from Hollow Knight oh, from Fan Gamer. Oh, there. nice. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I I got the shadow of uh from them last year. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I got the shadow, so I mm. I, I got the grub. Sure. <laughs> Not going crazy with them, but I do like the like these. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, yeah, Richard got a card got a card game. Uh, from some, ind- you know, got bought it from the guy who made the game. Uh, Neat. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Sorry, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the guy's name? No, I don't. No, it's like yeah. du- Dungeons and That's Dinosaurs harder. or something like that, or du- Dungeons and Dinos. Might so you say a five year old was drawn to this somehow? <laughs> somehow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and like the the packaging said. Uh, you know, for ages 12 and up. And the guy was like, really, are, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. We mm-hmm. love cards in this house. So, ah. you know, but I know and actually playing the game. I feel like, yeah, Dungeons and Dinos is what it's called. Um, nice. You know, he he got it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we, we kind of played a little bit in the hotel room, even though there's damage counters to like cut out. Um, we actually got to play like a proper game of it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the artwork was cute and, you know, support nice. a guy. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got myself a little backpack because I needed a little backpack. Um, mm-hmm. I only own, actually, I don't even really own a full size backpack, but I kind of needed like a, uh. a smallish backpack just for transporting things. Uh, mostly for like just big, just big enough to take a water bottle and, and some other accoutrements mm-hmm. and maybe something that could fit papers. Uh, to the theater with me. So, uh, so I got a pretty cool, like iridescent kind of backpack. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's purple. I like it. Um, but Mm -hmm. my daughter went hog wild, uh, at her first mag fest, easily dropped more than a hundred dollars. Spending daddy's money. Her own money. Never mind. Her own money. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, she brought a ton Mm -hmm. of cash and she, she spent it. She got, (laughs) oh, she, yeah, she bought a cute little hand knit hat with a that's a lamb it's a lamb that was a hat. hat i really like okay that. it's like a bucket hat well. yeah yeah it's like a bucket hat with a lamb's face in the concert what <laughs> made her easy to pick out in the concert sure not did. that she was like straight oh, far yeah. away from us but like you know in the ensuing like penguin march that followed it was oh, probably yeah. you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah stuffed animals just anything cute that she could find we find we found these cute little 3d printed segmented um axolotls oh, and yeah. little dragons they're kind of floppy and i bought one for myself like cuz it's a fun little desk toy it just feels yeah. good to wriggle it around um yep. yeah so uh so yeah oh boy she did she did spend <laughs> and we went back. She that was, I think, her favorite part was just shopping. Was just nice. going to the to the vendors' room and just looking at all the one of a kind nerd stuff that you can find there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We must. Well, went, and how we often? I was gonna say. I mean, like, it's not like you go to the mall now. So, like, getting to see all this stuff in person, you wouldn't aside go from to the mall. Stop. But they love oh. going to the mall. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Even after there's survi- still malls. <laughs> yeah, there's still malls. Oh, even after it was just about a year ago. Now we took a big trip to Syracuse Mall, and it got ended with a with 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 a lockdown shooter situation. Oh, uh, yeah, I never yeah, want yeah, to yeah, set yeah. foot in a mall again. They love right. the mall. 
<laughs> they, okay. She had her birthday party at the mall, which is pick five friends and we'll take you all to the mall. Here's 25 right. bucks each shopping spree at the mall. That was her birthday party this year. Yeah. No, they love the mall. Um, that ain't bad. But she knows no, that no, these that are... No, that is kind of fun. <laughs> but she also knows that these are like artisans, you know, like these are yeah. sort of one of a kind things you can't really get anywhere else. I told right. her that like these are cheaper if you buy them in person generally. Generally, they charge mm-hmm. lower rate than, you know, to buy it on from their online store or whatever. So if you see something here, we brought an extra suitcase just so that she could mm-hmm. bring home souvenirs Smart. and we needed Did it. She... Yeah. Do you remember who she got that hat from? I don't. I don't even know was if her, I saved was the card. Was her booth like in the middle? Like what was it like no, on the it center on highway? The, no, it was on the side. Okay. Yeah, it was on the, when you enter, it was on the right. So straight ahead when you went in. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I did, I did see there was a booth there with like a hat lady who I know has been to MAGFest for a very long time. And oh, at sure. I, yeah, yeah. At one point I had her number. Um, oh. <laughs> because she gave because she gave it to me when we were going to interview her. Oh, like we were doing uh, we were doing stuff, and I was just like, "Oh, we'll just talk to you later." She's like, "Okay, here's my number," and I was just kind of like, <laughs> "Like, wow, yeah. that used to be a lot harder." And then just just giving away like candy. Bam. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't uh, even. In fact, I paid in cash there, so I couldn't yeah. even tell you. I couldn't even yeah, look yeah. up the square reader transaction history. But uh, yeah, fantastic. There yeah, was, uh, yeah, fantastic. I was mm-hmm. looking. The one thing I was really, I was, tr- I want to get a new 3DS XL. And yeah. I think I talked to you about this there. And I was just, I had an eye out for one, but there was, you know, there was no, next to no 3DSs, new 3DSs uh, yeah. to be had. Well, 3DSs in general, from what I saw, just like, Interesting. man, that's, that system is so hard to find. <laughs> um, uh, I just missed an auction for sure one yeah. on Goodwill because I, I had, I had one uh, on my auction list, went for a hundred dollars. <laughs> Oh man! Wow. I know, That's right? Good. Damn. Yeah, uh, I still still break mine out every once in a while. There's still a couple games. Yeah, yeah. I still got plenty of things I haven't played on there, and yeah. it always has yeah. a damn. It always has a charge. <laughs> that battery. Well, that that's battery yep. <laughs> that's the thing. Battery doesn't die. Um, yeah. But yeah, Magfest was a was a pretty good time this year. I think. Uh, good. Good. Well, was it a good time for you, Dave? I'd say it was a. You know, so my kid mm-hmm. is at an age where she's a pretty fun hang and this is yeah. a place that she's wanted to go for ages and she mm-hmm. totally loved it. You know, there was, um, very few moments of like preteen sulky awkwardness, which is something that she's been sort of mm. indulging in lately. Uh, for yeah. the most part, she was just happy and delighted to look at everything yeah. and, uh, we we did things like going down to the makerspace and we just like made stuff. We made buttons. There was a button press. So I was clipping pictures out of old EGMs. And, Ooh, no, old old game not... informers, I'm sorry. And like making buttons. I know. <laughs> uh, and, and we were making buttons out of them. So, uh, so yeah, no, it was Neat. just, it, it was, so it was a very different year because I was hanging out with a 12 year old most of the time. Yeah, this, this was your first dad fest. This was my first dad right. fest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you're both doing the vicarious at this point, I must assume. Yeah. We're at least splitting it. Yes. Splitting the difference. Very yeah. much a mag fest through her eyes. And and yeah, she had sure. a great time. But the stuff that we, the grown-up stuff that we had to do, I think also mm-hmm. went really well. Improv went mm-hmm. s- surprisingly well, given that there were, I was one of <laughs> only four performers on stage. Um, oh, good. Well, because I saw, so you guys had that tiny riser, right? Yep. Is that what the stage was? Yeah. Because yeah. I saw that riser and I went, 
Oh God! I was just—I'm scared. I'm scared you're gonna fall off <laughs> every time. Yeah, but, but there were only four of us, so like, yeah, not a big deal. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. like, um, well, like, we for for clarity. I guess for clarity yeah. of those at home or that might have been wondering, like, wow, why is there only four people in this improv show? It's because <laughs> half the people that Adam had tapped to be in it like dropped out at the last minute. Ah, um, uh, okay. So like, yeah, yeah they was, they yeah, were yeah. not seasoned. Yeah, they yep. were not seasoned magfesters. Um, like mm-hmm. these other jokers so yeah it was it was four guys up there uh who ended so, up playing at that point so it was brett dave uh blue who is a guy you don't know and i don't remember the name of the other guy that you uh don't know. brian yeah so brian. blue and brian oh, yeah. they're two of stackhouse's adam stackhouse's guys uh, yeah. blue is the artistic director of adam stackhouse's theater oh okay great. uh yeah uh, nice. they both seem like great guys um yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's they, awesome yeah, they were both yeah i was trying funny. to send people to his theater yeah. yeah, they did a they they ended up doing like a ton of audience participation games. Yeah, um, like almost the entire sure. show was just like, yeah, let's get audience members in here, just yeah. get people involved in it, and it flowed, and it was that's it was, that's kept, smart. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. you got it, you got it at that point. Yeah, <laughs> and Tim, name that tune was a smash hit this year. It was, just, I mean, it was a heater. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's always good, but then there are years mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh shit that one really that one we nailed it that that one worked out really well <laughs> nice um well it was like you know as far as attendance like that room was mm-hmm. packed when we started mm-hmm. uh it was standing room around mm-hmm. like almost the entire outside of the room i can't nice. believe they kept letting people in at a certain point <laughs> uh honestly was, that's i mean the last one that i went to it was the same yeah, it just it felt but it's been a while. <laughs> it, it felt like, oh, my. Yeah, like every seat was full, like just packed to the awesome. gills, uh, hundreds mm-hmm. of entrants. Um, what was uh, what were like three of the sneaky best songs that you were happy to get out there? <laughs> oh, um, it's over. You you can say them now. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, what well, Tim, there? Julia is still talking about the tiebreaker that was ended with Super Mario Brothers. That was hilarious. Ah, so that's like great. The, we hit like a bit of a block. So like what you know, with name that tune, we're pulling names randomly, we, and anybody can mm-hmm. put their name in there. And who the hell knows how much game music or what game music they know. So usually every year you end up with three people up there who either don't really know a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, They don't know a lot from the categories that happen to be in the pool at the time, or they're, you know, too, they're too nervous to guess, you know, whatever combination of factors, it happens. So like (laughs) this one after 15 songs was a, was a one, one tie, two songs had been guessed across three categories, which is not stellar. Um, Yeah. And then like Zerum's going through his tiebreakers and just like, we must've gone through like six or seven of them. And some of them he was playing. I'm just like, dude, they're not going to fucking know. This yeah. one. Like, I don't even know what the hell this is. Like you got right. pick the easiest song you have. And then eventually he just pulled up world one, one from super Mario brothers and just, Oh, uh, it's great. <laughs> and, and yeah, it, it, it ended, it mm-hmm. was, it was, it was rough there for a few minutes, but that, <laughs> that kind of broke the tension and brought things back. Um, Weirdly, tangentially, earlier today, I was walking, walking around Eastside Austin, just very like scenic, artsy part of town, and the food truck was playing a beautiful Mexican band version of 
one one and like i was like should i record and like i was just sort of like yeah all right well yep that makes sense i was hop happy that my (laughs) my cover song category from last year got picked um even -hmm. though they didn't recognize a lot of the songs uh from that Mm -hmm. but that's their fault Um, (laughs) well do you i mean like it's been so long at this mm -hmm. point you know do you adjust for like i don't know what what is the demo of people that are entering name that tune too? you know is it like 20 are you basically yeah. going off of like i know this or are you kind of like being no, like well this came up in 10 years i i i feel like i have a sense of the soundtracks that people listen to you okay. know obviously nintendo stuff is popular across the board final fantasy yeah, yeah. mega man's like any like people know you know just the entire history of the game people know like the 80s Franchises. and 90s NES yeah. Super Nintendo stuff. Um, okay. And then usually over the years, like, you know, because, you know, throw something out there the year the game came out where it's pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, and yep. people, you know, if it's in the recent category, then it's like, well, there's a solid chance you can guess it. If it's soundtrack I really like, like sometimes I'll, like, I'll use the song or pick stuff from the soundtrack like a, a couple, two, three years in the row and see if people mm-hmm. know what it is. And if they don't, then, gotcha. then it kind of goes away. And well, it also depends yeah. on like how many people in the audience know it. That's a good call. That That's yeah. really the better barometer. Cause sometimes you just get people up there and they're just frazzled. They can't think of it, whatever. But if like, you know, nobody in the audience is getting it or mm-hmm. there's like one guy, then it's like, oh, okay, that's, that's not one. Yeah. But it's like, you know, they didn't know the persona four song, which was reach out to the wow. truth. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, that's All on right. you. That you <laughs> yeah. There's nothing you we can do about you. I'm sorry. Yeah. People I mean, it wasn't know. like a deep cut Persona 4 song either. No. It was <laughs> reach out to the fucking truth. Like, yes. It is the song. It's just like, well, if you don't know the song 10 seconds in, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And and then you get the, I mean, you know, and, and of course, there's like tons of trick and trap songs. Uh, sometimes entire entire categories built around that. Like, yeah, yeah. I had a Mega Man category that was just like all weird Mega Man games and nothing normal. And that was hilarious. Which, Honestly, okay, that was like, but, but was that like always... legends for Game Gear or like those ones that are like, it's he the did song, Mega but Man it's not soccer. He did. Well, it was like, yeah, Wiley Wars, yeah, yeah. Power Battle. That's right. Smash Wiley Wars is what was. I was thinking of. Maverick yeah. Hunter for PSP. Just yeah. like nothing that was a that's what Mega I was Man trying to game. Yes. Yeah. 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 But that's like, what people, I was. Thinking I mean, of. you give them pretty fair <laughs> warning, like when they get to choose the category, yeah. you know, like if yes. there's they right. they, you I feel like. Honestly, I'm amazed that you, I feel like you guys do it as incredibly fair. Um, mm-hmm. I think you do a great job of picking songs like from new release games that, that yeah, that mm-hmm. are, again, the new release games that people are probably listening to the soundtracks over and over. Like mm-hmm. you had a yeah. track from, I think, Alan Wake 2 in yep. there. You had a Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 16 track. Like it's a fair mm-hmm. bet people are listening to those soundtracks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I had like, I guess what crossed my mind, because, yeah, I know the work you put into it. It's just sort of like, oh, yeah, of course, we're going to throw in random Dreamcast stuff because we were playing it for, you know, 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And, like, for a while, it's just sort of like, oh, you guys don't know Gigawing? And now I'm just sort of like, oh, yeah, who would know blank? <laughs> but they know Space Channel 5. But and, they know Space Channel 5. And the, w- and the and winning did. song was Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Hey, good year yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um. 
You had a bomb rush in there, I assume. Yes, that was in the recent okay. category. I don't gotcha. think anyone on stage got it, but people in the crowd knew. Actually, they might have gotten it on stage. Okay. I don't remember. I'd have to watch it back once they the did. video's up. But yeah, the the fun thing, like we it, the the second half of the game ended up being like generally more competitive, and uh, Larry OG from OC Remix got called up. Oh no, shit. Yeah, 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 like yeah. oh know, yeah, which is always fun. Like when a you know minor right. Magfest celebrity gets called up there, and he made right. it to the finals. Um, and it looked like he was going to get blown out, but then like slowly but surely, like point uh, it point. was the. the yeah, the the returning champion Xander Lord, um, who's a long uh, like that's a crazy. He was a long term player, but he mm-hmm. got called last year and finally like won. But he definitely mm-hmm. been on the stage like a couple times before, and yeah, so he made it through to the finals this year, and he nice. was up four zero, and then like slowly like he wasn't getting songs, and like Larry started naming them, and like the crowd started getting very into it. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it was it was it was great. It was an awesome ending. Neat. Yeah, yeah, and um. Love that. Yeah, I'm going to try to run that shit online here pretty yeah. soon. <laughs> All right. I was like, do I ask it on the podcast or do I ask afterwards? Okay. Yeah, no. A, <laughs> if, if y'all are listening to this, listening to this, there is a Twitch channel and a Twitter account called Super VGM Melee um, that you can follow. Uh, and I should probably post the... I have like a I'll Google... write it down. Oh. Yeah, I, I have a... Uh, <laughs> Here, I'll put it in this doc right here real quick. Uh, yeah, because I like really, it was fun because I waffled on this for months as to whether I wanted mm-hmm. to go through with it. Um, and then like a few days before MAGFest, I was like, fuck, I, I have to do this. I have to do this right now. Uh, yeah. And I just I, I threw together like a Google form where people could, you know, give me their email so I can email them. And mm-hmm. um, no, I'm glad you did. Like, that's yeah, that's exciting. So, like, I want yeah. that to do well. <laughs> So that's fun. I might yeah. be TikToking soon at my wife's suggestion. We'll see. I know, right? <laughs> that's a, I know. It was part of my job. I just don't want to put it back on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> just... it's, it's, but yeah, it's it's like, you know, there's it's it's clear, like no matter what, you know, freaking hundreds of people are gonna turn out for that at yes. Magfest every year, and a lot of them are the same people. Like I took mm-hmm. Uh, like there was, th- in addition to Xander Lord, the returning champion, there was three other former champions there. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, people come year after year after year and, and, yeah. uh, there, there's a legacy there to uphold. Yeah. And I mean, the nice thing is it's literally the music and gaming yes. festival. Mm-hmm. Like a name that tune is such a perfect event. Like yeah. if I saw that, that would be, Yeah. If I knew nothing about it, that would probably be my number one thing to go to, aside from yeah. concerts. And it was right after improv, so uh, yeah, Larry almost Ooh. won. Yeah, jeez, uh, <laughs> the, the Anna Kiki just jumped into chat. She must her ears must have been burning. She goes to uh, name that tune every year, and she'll be the ah, first person gotcha, who gotcha, has gotcha. has videos up on her YouTube. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it was it was great. And Dave, your uh, your panel went. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You know, I, 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 solid. yeah, thank you. I finally, <laughs> yeah, finally got to do like <laughs> my own. Hi, mm-hmm. I, I finally got to present as Hi. a voice actor at MAGFest, which is honestly hey. kind of been an ambition of mine since we started going. Yeah. And, um, it went really well. It was exactly the kind of crowd that I was hoping for. It was a crowd of people who are, 
like aspiring professionals and want mm-hmm. to get like actionable advice from someone who's not at the high level that most of the guests yeah, yeah, yeah. are because that's because that just feels unattainable. You know, yeah. like they they can give you advice like just keep trying, but they're not, you know, their situation is completely different from everyone else mm-hmm. starting out and I'm still, you know, somewhere in the middle. So I I feel like I can I, I, I can drop some hints that are a bit more actionable and, and people ask exactly the kinds of questions that I hoped that they would ask, uh, you know, should I, am I supposed to make my own demo reel? Should I do unpaid work or should I refuse? Like th- 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 all the kinds of questions that people just starting out, uh, you know, really, truly yeah. wonder about. So I, I hope I actually got to help some people and, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it was like well it attended and not just by people we know. Yeah. Yes. You know, <laughs> Always a good side. Yeah. Early Thursday panel as as people mm-hmm. are getting in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm pleased as much. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Overall, solid Magfest. The things that we did mm-hmm. seemed to go well, but it was definitely yeah for me. It felt like I I I spent the whole time entertaining my kid and had a great time. Yeah. Doing. Right. Yeah. That, that uh, was a difference for you. Whereas I, you know, well, this was me being back in the hotel for the first time yeah, in like yeah. a number of magfests and oh, you know right. I, I it is also dad fest for me but it was wife fest uh as well so yes. like i didn't have to be with my child 24 7 in an yep. event that i you know did get some time to do some things by myself um mm-hmm. caught the lacy johnson concert which did not disappoint <laughs> well uh, that's that was literally i was gonna say give me three bands that i don't know so lacy uh <laughs> what was that now lacy johnson Lacey uh, Johnson. Yeah, she is. She YouTubes. Um, but it's what? like I saw her set that she did at Magfest 22, which was the one that mm-hmm. I missed last minute because Omicron was going through the roof. Um, and I watched her set and I was like, God damn, like that looked she's really good. And uh, I've been following her. She has like, you know, two Persona albums and a Metroid album out. And so. I was really, really looking forward to her set and, and it ruled. Mm-hmm. She's uh Yeah, for for a one woman show, she is uh Oh hell yeah. Yeah, you you do not feel that it is only one person on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, she was great. Um I did I, that was the only one I got to see. Well, I was there oh, for okay. some of Ro Panuganti's Prague experience. Um, Row Ro what now? <laughs> Row, how is it? How the hell is his name spelled? Eh, it doesn't have to be perfect. I just have to figure out the words you said. <laughs> R-O, his first name, yeah. Row Panuganti. That's how it's P-A-N-U-G-A-N-T-I. Um, I gotcha. But I didn't get to see much of that because I had to go do something. Mm, gotcha. um, I sure hey, wish uh, that I got to see Metroid Metal. I, I regret yeah, not. Going yeah, to I wanted that. to this year. Seeing the videos that Dan's been posting of that mother brain that they had yeah. on stage. Oh, I missed they that. They had a live yeah. moving mother brain. Like, Fuck. yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Animatronic mother brain. Um, they, uh, yeah, I didn't get to see their show either because that's when I was getting food. Um, mm. Yeah, the the yeah, we saw the proto men. We saw the proto. Uh, you might have heard oh, of sure. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I, you know, was was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. That was the one show that I was able to. I tried to drag Richard to Lacey Johnson, but he was being a butthead and then felt bad about it. Gotcha. Uh, but he he came to the proto men and rocked out and uh, surprise uh, transformers joined them. 
Yeah, oh, Mercy and Hot Ride from Cybertronic Spree. Cybertronic just, Spree was there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 the band was not there to play, so it was oh, completely out of that. Yeah, no, they played last oh. year, so they were yeah. just oh, in the neighborhood. I mixed that up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, just I RC and Hot Rod came on. So, oh. so RC and the Gambler uh, duetted on <laughs> Barracuda and brought the house down like yeah. oh, really yeah. a couple of powerhouse female vocalists they 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 just mm-hmm. that that stole the show that's yeah. awesome and and all, you know barracuda being like just one of richard's favorite songs so he got to have like that oh i recognize <laughs> the song they're playing freak out um <laughs> you know that we would have like oh they're playing you know act tracer at magfest holy shit yes, of like, course. he yeah. was like oh my god they're playing barracuda yeah that was awesome that was yeah. that was super cool uh i mean there was like that room was jam-packed like yeah. that concert hall like there was thousands mm-hmm. of people in there wow. um yeah like i saw there was people behind like the tech setup like behind mm-hmm. the, it was probably about as full Jeez. as it could be uh just insane um i will say though Boy, have I seen that Proto Men set? Like, I was going to say, have they, <laughs> have they teased a new album yet at this point? I mean, or they, they've been talking about Act Three. They have played yeah. songs from Act Three. Like one of the songs from Act Three, I've probably heard about five times now from them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they played something else that I feel like I hadn't heard. But it's like, I'm just like, yeah, man. Like, I need, I need. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The like, first three I, or four tracks, I assume, are just Act Three tracks that they haven't put out because they've only made one available so far, right? And that came a little yeah. later. Yeah, um, I've heard that. Yeah, and, and, that the, and then they like did the Act Two suite, yes. where they played played they played the hits from Act Two. Um, mm-hmm. Did some Queen, I assume. No, actually, no, yeah. no, no. I actually Queen. kind of wish okay. they played a few more covers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, okay, still, yeah, yeah, I am looking forward to them having oh, cool. new music. Uh, yeah. Yes, I, I it, it's come from a place of love. <laughs> out on on Bit Brigade uh, because they're going to be in Buffalo next month. So ah, uh, okay, I will have the opportunity to see them then. Uh, was uh, Scott Two Network was there, right? They or, were not uh, there this year. They were last. Oh, year. okay, and they were last awesome year. last okay. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was a band I didn't know until you saw them last year. So yeah, <laughs> this is why um, I ask. Bands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wanted to see Descendants of Erdrich because this was their mm, first yes. time back playing Magfest in like a long time. Uh, um, where is? Yeah, the. Yeah. I mean, it's been a cup. I mean, a few years at this point. But the last time I saw Amanda Lepre do like solo stuff here because she was testing out like Erdrich songs, I was oh. very excited to see how that would integrate. <laughs> I, uh, well, I, you know, shout out to, uh, our friend Janice Rose, who I watched her DJ set from the, uh, hotel room oh, late Saturday fuck. night, the, during the chip rave. So that was cool. That's very uh, cool. Yeah. And, uh, what's, how's this guy's I name? No, Janice Fran- has a set. That's sick. Yeah. Francisco Serda. He is a composer for games, but he also had a, a chip rave set that was pretty, pretty good. Um, again, like, well, so this, this was a very cool thing that like, I, I was pretty sure was new this year is they had a closed circuit TV channel in the Gaylord. Mm -hmm. They had MAGFest TV that was just like playing stuff 
smart you know playing the concerts yep. like playing panels um yeah or just like it was just a feed from the atrium of just you know whatever was going on yeah. there apparently name that tune was on the the uh good, good. The, the tv channel at one yeah. point so it's like well, they should have yeah. they should have the the live feed and they should have a classic magfest at this point like yeah, cut together some best of videos of concerts <laughs> and panels and shit i'd watch that yeah, it, it was a cool way to feel like, you know, yeah, I'm up in my room right now, but I'm still like watching what's going on yeah. at the oh, fest. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys who was on the Bomb Rush Cyberfunk uh, soundtrack was there and performed. Ooh. Was um, it too mellow? Sky Blue. Uh, oh, okay. Not the wrestler. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be wonderful, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, heel turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, God. I, yeah, yeah. Of course, just didn't make it to the concert hall as much nah. as I'd be able, think I'd be able to. But well, what um, we do now is we hang out with our friends and we put on the concerts on the TV. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some things you want to make. Hey, yeah, I I caught the things I really wanted to catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if I wasn't being dragged to be social at dinner on Saturday, I would have just <laughs> gone to the Metroid Metal. That's what it really felt like. It was like, don't just mm-hmm. go wandering off by yourself again. Just come be with people. Yeah. Come be social. And that right. was great, too, because we went to a restaurant on, like, the far corner of the harbor that was mm. empty. Oh, wow. Just, when does that happen? <laughs> well, it's like everything within two blocks of the hotel was, like, packed or had, like, an hour wait. And we just yeah. went, like, one more block. We found a place that's, like, there at the edge. And just, like, nobody was there. And pe- they could not yes. wait to serve us. They're all wearing <laughs> video game shirts, like, waiting for people to come in. And just, like, oh, I felt, uh, like, felt kind of bad that no one was there. But that eventually people came in, like, yeah, yeah. after us. But it was just, like, oh, this is per- We got, like, one of those nice booths with, like, a big couch around the edge of it with, like, throw pillows. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Had a great time. Um, Good. In, yeah. Because I was not dadding and Lauren went to bed with him mm-hmm. um, Friday and Saturday night, I got to stay up way too late or just not go to sleep uh, Saturday mm-hmm. as it turned out to be Saturday night and actually, you know, chat with people like I haven't been able to uh, in, in the other dad years. So ah, that was cool. It, it, it was fun. And I'm glad to report that like MAGFest is still fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and doesn't take like a, too many people that you know to make it fun because man there's like mm-hmm. a, a bajillion other people there that i don't know now holy crap they sold well, out i was gonna say they were yeah yeah wow. which i don't know what that cap number is i'm guessing it's like mm-hmm. 25 20 25 000 people which is of course yeah. wild for us who went to magfest 2 when it was oh, like yeah. 100 and in, yep. in those that first decade when it was a struggle to get like come on please go to magfest and it just kept getting bigger by like a few hundred people every year uh, yeah. <laughs> and now 25,000 people. <laughs> I mean, insane. when when did they change it from Mid-Atlantic to music and gaming? Do you remember? I feel like it was during the Mark years, I want to say. Oh, it wasn't mm-hmm. at the move to the Gaylord? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Because hmm. I feel like that was, that rebranding alone helped a ton. I If I remember right. Just yeah, because you know, Mid Atlantic. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know when they yeah. changed their thing. Me. Music. 
24,000 in 2020 and there was higher than that this year. I got they, it's I'm trying to look to see. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, they have not announced mm-hmm. attendance yet. Last year was under 20,000. Um, oh, sounds like my dog's about to puke. Uh-oh. Oh, no. My cat did a half hour ago. You've got headphones on, so nothing else exists. Yeah, twenty thousand. It's it's been I guess regularly hitting twenty thousand since like twenty sixteen. That's wild. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say it was. It definitely hit twenty thousand last time I was there. Perhaps both of the times since I moved to Austin, it was over twenty thousand. Which I guess, yeah. Oh, Zaku was there. Z a k u. That's a band I wish I would have been able to hear live. I've got some of their stuff off a band camp. Um. I got to hang out with the crew of the Because Fuck You, That's Why podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) uh, Hosted uh, of Buffalo, New York, hosted by my good college buddy, Aaron Randolph. Uh, They were were some of the people, they were like set to present uh, at MAGFest (laughs) and their their panel got rejected at the last minute. They, uh, that podcast, Because Fuck You, That's Why is a hilarious game show style podcast and they were going to do like a live game show style panel and uh, similar to, you know, uh, uh, content productions game show style panels. uh, A lot of those got cut, it feels like. So, yeah, but uh, at least got to hang out with those guys and, 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 and check out the Because Fuck You, That's Why podcast if you uh, but not at the expense of ours yeah if you can only listen to one there's is pretty funny though well the thing with uh if i remember right the way that you sell beer in advertising isn't to say like buy bud light or buy cores you say buy beer and then people go out and buy whatever's there because it helps when they buy beer go listen to a podcast you listen to more than one podcast (laughs) podcasts clearly listen to podcasts listen to podcasts yeah I don't yeah, think we need to tell you at this point. I, 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 told, I did tell Aaron that like they had like over 400 panel submissions uh, this year. So yeah. there was a lot mm-hmm. to, to, to dig through for the, uh, the programming crew. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think that cool. was a mag fest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Transition otherwise, but yeah. Good. No, that was really good to hear. Like it was, it was weird because it didn't. Even the ones that I missed, I usually like will be able to check out like something, so it reminds me that's going on. Like this one was just sort of like, just didn't time out with whatever I was doing. I can't yeah. even tell you at this point. Yeah. So it's just sort of like, oh right, it's going on. Let me check the pictures of things that already happened. You know? That weird <laughs> thing when it's like a little later in the year. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Right exactly. After New Year's and just like throws everything off. Yep. I still, I mean, like it's been so long, but man, when it was around Halloween, that did work out. <laughs> that was yeah. nice for me. Back when it was in October, those first couple years. I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it being in January almost fucked me over because Oof. like, right. You know, very mild winter in Buffalo until about a week before. Magfest, oh, and yeah. Then, like, of course. We got hit with like back to back winter storms that, you know, yep. shut everything down, travel bans, like right. Richard missed no days of school because it was all snow oh, days uh, last Wednesday through Friday. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, yeah, I was talking, talking to Ben about similar and like, obviously we didn't have the snow, but we had, we had our freeze too. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if I would have, you know, my plane could have been canceled if I was going oh, back. That's like pretty yeah. easily. <laughs> there were like hundreds that were so. Man. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, the, the, obviously the plane made it there and back. Okay. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. But yep, yep. when I was in that airport looking out at that tarmac, I'm like, I, I just see white. This but yeah. professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Har- harrowing getting off the ground for sure. But yeah. Hey, beats, beats hey. the hell out of driving. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. Jesus. It's driving back. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like there. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, on the way there, it's an adventure. We're going to Magfest yep. on the way back. It's like, I wish I was home or dead. Uh, yes. The whole way <laughs> through Pennsylvania. It's just yeah. like in, in right. Pennsylvania is trying. Yeah. Pennsylvania right. is trying to kill you. Yeah, it, it's like right when you're you're most tired, like three hours away from Buffalo is when you start to hit the snow in those yeah. northern mountains of Pennsylvania. It's just like, fuck. And that was the last two drives for us, just like running into yeah. garbage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Ugh. Flying, whatever. I Flying. don't care how much. It's <laughs> it's it's worth it. It, it, is, it is worth whatever they're charging to get on that plane. Uh, but yeah, stuff. Well, uh, I was going to say, we can transition to games, I suppose. That's yeah. kind of natural. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I guess for me, it's... Uh, well, I played the demo. Well, I played two demos. I played uh, that new Prince of Persia, because they put oh, that I played that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Well, like I like that it was a long demo. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that long. I played honestly. it for like 10 minutes, and I just deleted it, because I'm like, well, I'm just going to buy this game, so... Ah, okay. Um, I still don't know. I mean, I we've gone through it a thousand times. Like price means nothing for a game, uh, sort of thing. But I was like, I don't know if I would pay fifty for it. I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but also, I don't know. Like it felt. No, I know. I it like felt it. like a good. Yeah, it felt like a very good like three sixty arcade era, like that type of game, like uh, that company that made Bionic Commando rearmed. Mm-hmm. Oh the top of my head grin uh grin that's it yes um well it's it's also that thing where like like most of the mechanics feel good but also do like i really didn't care about the story in this one which i know i run into a lot but uh i feel like the you know the prince of persia's that have worked have like at least some narrative hook as well as the gameplay, even does, though they're obviously the does gameplay. the demo get to like how far does the demo go? Uh, it's like the it it gives the it blue balls you on the boss, so you don't get to play the boss, but you get up to the boss, the first boss. That makes sense. Okay. So it's has the prince. It's I'm guessing it's oh, it goes up to the first boss. Okay, so like yeah, so like the game starts to get more interesting once. So like you're mm-hmm. kind of in the preamble there. And then like yeah. the Prince of Persia gets kidnapped and you're pursuing oh. uh, the kidnapper up into these mountains where mm-hmm. like time gets all like kind of wishy-washy and like weird things start happening. And that's where oh, like okay. the game gets like way more interesting. Um, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They definitely didn't want to give too much of that. Like, yeah, they uh, might've that... mixed it in. I can't quite remember. I mean, they gave you yeah. a taste for like, the gameplay obviously but yeah that that is definitely where like business picks up um and mm-hmm. i haven't played it as much as i wanted to i like bought it and got it on my switch and i was like oh this will be great what a treat to play like on the plane mm-hmm. and when i'm in the hotel room at magfest and then i was like oh wait my kid's switch is the primary switch so he can play all my games on it i won't be mm-hmm. able to play this without an internet connection 
I will just bring oh, my Steam deck. Uh, so I, I did not play Prince of Persia at all at Magfest. And it's just like, it's, it's took me a while. Cause you know, I'm playing like a little bit on my lunch break and then like mostly falling asleep at home for the last week. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm still not that far in it. I don't feel like I'm having a great time, but I just also feel like I need to just sit down with this and play for like a few hours and really. Yeah like take a bite out of it, but I'm really liking it. And it runs mm-hmm. great on the switch, like 60 frames per yep. second. Yeah, uh, that looked great. That's I was happy with that. I feel like yes. I definitely read somewhere. And I feel like this is getting lost because the day, like mm-hmm. the day it came out, I feel like I saw a million people asking like, yeah, but what's the switch performance? Like I swear in the run up, I saw them talking about how switch was the lead development platform on mm-hmm. purpose oh, for that. Reason. I could see that. Yeah. Yep. They tar- yes. they, yeah. they targeted the switch. That was their base. <laughs> And then that all the accurate. other platforms got like, well, that's gravy, whatever extra stuff we can do. Yeah. So it runs at like 120 frames on like, yeah. you know, PC and PS5 and stuff. And and that's more mm-hmm. frames than I need. Uh, like <laughs> having it. Well, having honestly it for it, that game. Yeah it, yeah. it does feel excessive. Yeah. Yeah. But just like you get me 60 frames per second on the switch and I have the OLED switch and it just like it pops oh. so well. Mm. Oh, man, it looks. Great. I forgot you had the OLED. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, yeah, it's great on the switch. So I look forward to playing more of that. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and the other demo I played, cause I was like, you know, every few months I'm just sort of like, what's there. And I was just like, oh, Dave, the diver has a demo. Mm. So I will yeah. play that. Yeah. Um, so like, no, I, I enjoyed it. I think like, because of the way people were talking about it, I was expecting like a frog fractions type of bait and switch. Oh, like a this is the game and then it gets super weird. And then, you know, I think I think it did a really good job of like elevating things and elevating the humor without like it feeling like it was doing like that sort of thing. But I can I can definitely see why it was getting a lot of game of the year. And it's just it's doing so many different things that are all pretty addicting. And then like they end in just the right amount of time. Mm. I feel like, cause it's like, you know, you go dive with a kind of a list of things to do. And there's a lot of different stuff you could do while you're diving. You get back on the boat and then you go to the restaurant and then there's all this different stuff that has to do with the restaurant Mm. that, and, and it's almost like a completely different game, but they feed into each other. So yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, so that one, Dave, Dave, the diver came out like around the same time as dredge and dredge is the one that gets weird partway through. And oh, like, maybe I mixed them up. That one has a twist in it. Yeah. Well, uh, people were talking okay. about them a lot in the same time and they're both like fishing yeah. and roguelike type deals. Yep. So yeah, I think Dave, the diver is pretty straightforward and with what it is, yeah. but it is very, I definitely, I haven't played it yet. I mm-hmm. bought that in dredge in a package deal on steam sale, which was uh, gotcha. cool. Um, yeah. So like there, those yeah are are on deck for my Steam Deck. Uh, once I finish playing Turnip Boy Robs a Bank, um, <laughs> should be pretty soon. Nice and uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to to playing those, but I haven't yet. Yeah. Oh, I uh, yeah. If that goes on sale, I'll probably pick that up. It's just it covers a lot of ground. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the. The only other game I have is uh, <laughs> it's like I will say your memory of Golden Sun might be better 
than golden playing sun. Golden Sun. Yeah. As my, I always want to root for Golden Sun. Yeah. Since it and like I'm not I was a sicko exci- for Golden Sun like a lot of people. Like I yeah. appreciate more of what it was trying to do than what it yes. actually did. Well that and that's that's honestly it's both great and frustrating because I, I feel like it's easier it's easier in other art forms when they do that, like a movie or a TV show that's ambitious but still falls short. Like you can watch it and you go like, well, okay, like I respect this, I respect like I'm never gonna finish Golden Sun. Yeah. Like that's the thing. <laughs> Is yeah. like like I will listen to the music quite a bit. I will uh appreciate the sprites and the world and like a lot of the game, but there's always like it always gets to a point where like something stupid has backtracking through something stupid. And I'm just like, I can't right now. Yeah. I just, I want to, but I'm not going to push it. Yeah. Well, it's like that game originally came out at a moment where I think people were hungry for 16 bit throwback RPGs. And nowadays Mm -hmm. it's like, well, there's, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Very true. Hmm. But I mean, it's cool that it's there. I'm glad that they put both up and like, it's it's that thing like any GBA drop on there. I'm probably going to check yeah. out. Mm-hmm. It gets yeah. me very excited. So thank you for giving it to me. Do, fucking do one a month, please. please. <laughs> I would love it. Hmm. Oh. So yep, that's what I got for games. And uh, you guys play much this month. Tim? Yeah. Yeah. I um. well, finishing out, closing out 2023's games that I was playing. I finished Alan Wake 2. Um, and that game rules. <laughs> yeah, I can't so wait. Good. God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't quite Someday. done with it when I when I placed it on my top ten, but that is, it was in the correct yeah. place. I feel like at the end. Okay. Uh, and yeah, you know, do, the door is still open for a third one. Uh, and yeah, it just it just does some wild and crazy shit. <laughs> I was just and um, yeah, I did end up getting the platinum in it. Uh, just finished running around getting all the collectibles, so that was cool. And oh, Jesus Christ, uh, there's like a spam <laughs> message in the chat. Oh, uh, nice, we made it. Hey, hey, you're good. Looks like we made yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they didn't stick around to watch. How dare they? Uh, <laughs> just, just dropping the thing. Um, the hell was I gonna say? Yeah, and it has like a new game plus mode. Uh, which I have not gotten into and, and probably won't for some time, but it, uh, you know, you, yeah. you carry over your stuff, but it also like, there's some little differences as well. Mm, um, okay. it changes like where these, uh, well, there's some additional manuscript pages from Mr. Wake and it changes the timing of these like fucking jump scare things that the game does that I actually kind of hate, okay. but and <laughs> I, I hate more that it's changed the timing of them because they're going to get me again. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. They, I still like that. That's there. <laughs> yeah, good, good job. Good job on remedy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went and pulled out my, uh, Xbox original copies of max Payne one and two uh, that are backwards compatible. I can put those discs into my Xbox series X and have them download a version of those games to play. Uh, okay. Hopefully, you know, check those out, uh, in the near future. Um, and I also finished playing Pikmin four. Oh, oh yeah, four. Uh, which I started after I th- think I finished Mario Wonder because I was like, ah, I don't want to like dive into what the fuck. Hi Tess, dog uh, just freaking smashed the door down. 
Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I think it, it was like in November, and I like finished up Sea of Stars, and I finished up Mario Wonder, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to get into like a you know big grindy RPG yet, and mm-hmm. so I could play some Pikmin. Uh, that game's like 30 hours long, but yeah, I just couldn't put it down. Like at a certain point, like mm-hmm. man, that is the best Pikmin game by like a wide margin. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, I was well from everything. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was like, at least it seems like the best sequel, like mm-hmm. from what I, the little bit I played of two and what I saw of three, like this is the first one that I'm just like, okay, I could check that one out. Yeah. Well, there's a demo, uh, I yeah. think a pretty substantial demo out there, but it's, I mean, uh, the big difference for me is they put that, well, there's a couple things. They put that dog in there, you know, the weird looking yep, dog. Yep. And so oh, it's yeah. like, you know, you get the dog from the start, you hop on the dog and all of your Pikmin jump on the dog with you, uh, which takes out the whole like guiding the Pikmin around the environment thing. That's yeah. Kind of a pain in the butt. Hmm. So that, yeah, that kind of really stopped easy. me from playing. Yeah. <laughs> times. And, and, and just like the way like aiming them and the way they lock onto things and you throw them um, is is very snappy and feels good. Mm-hmm. So it feels good. You're not just like kind of pushing the mass of the Pikmin into like attack an enemy. You're just like on the, or you like hold down a button and then you charge them all in there. So mm-hmm. like, it feels like, it feels like they went back and we're just like, okay, what's a bunch of things we can do to make this game more mechanically satisfying and like fun to play. Um, they really focus in on, you know, the, this concept of Dandori, which is uh, doing things efficiently, like yeah. managing your time. <laughs> I know the word. Okay. <laughs> which is, <laughs> That's you know, fun. But that, that is what Pikmin has inherently been about. It's like when you drop on into an area for a day and you want to make the best use of your resources and like, mm. okay, I'm going to have these Pikmin like, you know, tear down this wall. These other ones are going to come over here with me. They're going to carry this item. Uh, oh, this item's too big. I'm going to send my dog after it. He can drag it back while my other Pikmin do this. And just like, it gets to a point where it's like credits roll and it's like, oh wait, there's something else we can do on the planet. And I'm sitting there like, well, I kind of want to finish this game. But then you get back to the planet. It's like another whole area opens up and I'm like, well, this is fun. (laughs) So I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, (laughs) And there's like a couple false finishes like that, but I just kept going back. I did like almost everything in the game until like one extra super challenge level pissed me off. And I was like, okay, now I'm done. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, man, Pikmin four, like who knew? Didn't expect it. Like it definitely would have made my top 10 if I'd uh, finished a little sooner. I got an extra Nintendo online voucher burning a hole in my pocket. Uh, And that's exactly why I own it (laughs) (laughs) because Richard played the demo and really liked it. So I was like, you know what? I got this voucher. I'll just get it and it'll be on there uh, and he can play Uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I, great. I'm going to have to convince, I'm going to have to download that demo and show it to my kids and hopefully they will like it better than whatever this new Princess Peach game is that they want to spend the voucher on. No. Good luck uh, with that. That bad yeah. game looks fun. It looks <laughs> cute, but I don't see how it could, like, they... I, yeah. Who's the developer? No, no one there. They have not said who's developing this game. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. What else you got, Tim? Um, as far as, let's see, we talked about Prince of Persia. I, the hell else am I playing? Oh, um, Lies of P. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Lies there of P, go. finally. Yeah, the game's 
on Xbox Game Pass, and I've had it downloaded for like four months. But now oh. that the uh, the plate is clear, yeah, I'm playing Pinocchio Bloodborne. Yeah, um, <laughs> that game is Pinocchio Bloodborne. It, that's <laughs> like that's it. That is what it is. All right, and and that's cool. Like, I mean, it is. Yeah, like probably the most well done like total rip off of a Souls game I've played. Um, <laughs> which is a compliment because a yeah. lot of yeah, developers a lot. have, you know, tried to crimp that style and they're just off in, in some way, shape or form, but they, you know, the, the combat and like the level design feels spot on. There's, you know, a few extra mechanics in there to keep things spicy. Um, like there's a parry mechanic in it, uh, okay. where it's like, okay, you can parry things or you can block things, which will like, mitigate some of the damage like you'll take a little bit of damage but if you hit them back you'll get that health back um but it's like i'm that is an addicting i uh, i don't know what you would call that but anytime that there's a parry system that specifically refuels your health or your magic like yep i'm always in (laughs) yeah yeah and so you know you you can hit the parries and it'll help like knock enemies off balance or or break their weapons and it creates, it's sort of like they blended in like some ideas from Sekiro into Bloodborne. So instead of being like, uh, I'm more of a dodge heavy souls player, um, coward maybe, or, or I hide behind a big shield. That's coward play. And that's what I like to do sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but this, it, you know, it feels like it's, you're mixing it up in there sometimes with these guys, you know, you're blocking and hitting them back and blocking and, and just like standing in there and like kind of having a fight and it feels good. Uh, and they have this whole deranged, like steampunk Pinocchio world where, you know, these, you know, puppet automatons are running rampant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Pinocchio stands out for them because unlike other puppets, Pinocchio can lie. <laughs> <laughs> And he has to use his yeah. special ability to lie to uh, <laughs> get through certain situations to pass as human. It's, like it's cool, though. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's nailing the thing. Uh, you know, yeah. it's great and plays really well. And yeah, I'm starting to get really into that. So I'm probably going to. Well, I don't yep. know. I'm pretty busy the next couple of weekends. But when I get time, maybe on the February break, I'll, I'll probably play a buttload of that one. And I think that's what I've been playing. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I've been playing Turnip Boy Robs a Bank that I, I'm doing a stray review for SML podcast again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, hey, hey, Turnip Boy Commits hey. Tax Fraud was a fun freaking game. Yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. you say it. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is, yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. like a roguelike type, uh, you know, where you're, you keep going in and robbing this bank over and over again, uh, and getting deeper inside. And it's, mm-hmm. it's cool and funny and silly just like Turnip Boy was, and it's simple, and, like, I mean, Richard loves the shit out of this game. He's been playing it relentlessly. Um, he has more progression on unlocking weapons than me, but not more progression in the story of the game. Mm. You can see mm. where his priorities lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I think that's everything that I've been up to. Hey. Yeah. Dave, you play anything? Well, with the exception of pointing out that um, my 
third party handheld my pow kitty rgb 30 that i got for christmas is quickly becoming one of my very favorite pieces of hardware um i just mm -hmm. freaking love this thing it's been my constant companion um i've got it running a thomas wave games now so i've got like it's playing games like rumble fish and and stuff mm -hmm. like 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 some some 3d arcade racers from the early 2000s it's running at full speed like <laughs> this thing yeah it's wild um i i absolutely love it it's it's one of the best pieces of hardware i think i've ever a portable hardware certainly i've ever had um so uh, with the question of pointing that out, I will seed my game time to mention something that I didn't get to talk about on the previous podcast, which is that in December, uh, we went to Galaxy's Edge at uh, Disney's oh. Hollywood Studios. And <sighs> yeah, um, I was not, I don't know, I, I, I was not mm -hmm. really counting on spending a lot of time there because I'm the only person in our family who cares anything about star Wars. And, uh, <clears throat> we were, we were only at, uh, Hollywood studios for, uh, a single day on this trip. And I was perfectly content to just sort of let it go. But, mm -hmm. um, my, my, the wonderful wife thankfully kind of insisted on making that time for me because she wanted me to have this fun little time. And we went on like, first we, we we went on uh, Smuggler's Smuggler's Run, where you're helping to pilot the Millennium Falcon uh, through basically an interactive video game sequence, mm -hmm. and uh, that's a ride that I, I feel like people don't really love. And I was like, wow, that was awesome. I had an amazing time on it. It was super fun. Uh, we all, you know, we, there were four of us and a couple of strangers and we all got a job on the Millennium Falcon. It was great. <laughs> uh, it, it was super cool. And we were like, wow, if, if, if that's what people say are bad, um, you know, Rise of the Resistance must be something. I didn't think we'd ever get on Rise of the Resistance, but at one point, excuse me. Uh, Jan says, Hey guys, the wait for rise of the resistance is only 50 minutes right now. Um, let this might be the only chance we'll get to do it. Let's go do it. And so we did. And, um, yeah, the, uh, rise of the resistance at Disney's galaxy's edge is a piece of immersive theater. It's, it's wild. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, there are technical bits of technical wizardry uh that i still can't figure out how they pulled off um and uh, i was truly i wasn't expecting i am not the i think because i'm an actor there's no mm -hmm. part of me that has any desire to go and like cosplay at galaxy's edge mm -hmm. and be talked to sorry excuse me you need a water. I need something. Yeah, you want to pause? We can banter something else while you're doing that. I don't know what, but but I'm still filling the air while you're little doing acid that. coming up. My tummy there. Mm. Oh sure. So anyway, uh, yeah, that whole aspect of it did not really appeal to me, so I wasn't necessarily excited about it. But like, when you get in there. And they take you on a shuttle and you're escaping from the Empire. And then the Empire captures you. You walk out of that same shuttle and you are on the flight deck of uh. a Star Destroyer. And you're in this massive space all of a sudden. It's like you're there. 
I know that like mm-hmm. I, I that's what everyone says about it. It like I, I was I am the most jaded person possible. I think you know I think <laughs> being being a performer, you know, I'm the kind of I'm always looking for where are the seams. I'm looking for like yeah, mm-hmm. no, don't try and talk to me costumed person. I know what that's like. You know, I they, I get paid to wear the costumes. All right, buddy, not you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, but I was it really. I was fully immersed. No, that's in, really cool. In this thing, it was, uh, they, they got me, they got, I am, you know, <laughs> they got me the most jaded person about it. I fell mm-hmm. for it hook, line and sinker. I was like, holy shit, I'm on a real star destroyer. Uh, it was, yeah, it mm-hmm. was, it's nuts. It's just nuts. Um, so that was I a very know fun and cool thing. Nothing about galaxy's edge. So like here, <laughs> here, hearing anything is a very interesting like i know people are very happy with it like that's basically what i've heard yeah honestly it's um well i i think to a broader point um last year we took the kids to magic kingdom which has a lot of the sort of traditional rides that everyone knows it's got space mountain Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that and and those were great and they loved them um but epcot and uh, Hollywood studios are getting more of Disney's sort of newest generation rides, which are more like these sort of immersive experiences. It's like a combination of, of, of a ride with the sort of, um, haunted mansion style. You are being slowly ushered through a series of animatronics and like, Mm -hmm. you know, realistic simulation, uh, live special effects going on in front of you. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's a combination of that. Um, like, well, and that makes sense. Oh, well, I was just, I mean, like it times out perfectly because, you know, the big thing in the last like few weeks has been Disney's, uh, the moving floor technology that came out, right? Yeah. It's like that much closer to a holodeck, which is what they're going for. Yeah. 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 It really, although I, I have to want, I mean, but the thing is that these things are so guided is that there's, Mm -hmm. there, there's very little room for what they are experts at is crowd management. You know, they're experts mm-hmm. at making sure even while you are waiting in a line, you are being moved from one line to another line in a way that is part <laughs> of the ride and is entertaining. Like, I see. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the I feel like the I think that moving floor is very interesting, but also, you know, they couldn't deploy that at a Disney park. It gives the user too much agency. It gives people too much freedom. You can't give people it- freedom. You need to corral them. Yeah, it'll lead you to another floor that moves. <laughs> but it, no, I, I, no, it's it, it's that's an interesting point. Like because it will have, it will probably be very cool when it's integrated, but it will also have like a lot of restrictions until it has like home use or yeah something like that. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. have to wonder what is the, going to be the first commercial use of this technology. You know, is oh it, yeah, and it'll be a long ways off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but rides like we went on the Ratatouille ride, which, mm. which is amazing. You are tiny. You get shrunk down to Remy size <laughs> and you are jettisoned all around the kitchen. And like, it's, it's amazing. It's a fun ride. It's moving a lot. And there are all these very modern special effects, you know, live real time special effects happening in front of your eyes that are kind of jaw dropping. It's, it's mm. kind of amazing. Um, yeah. uh, the, the guardians of the galaxy ride was, it's, it's fucking awesome. It is one of the best, <laughs> like, it's a really, really good roller coaster. Uh, and it is also this sort of immersive, it, it, it is, it is 
the closest it, it is like riding an action sequence in the movie it really is like mm-hmm. i know that's the most reductive way to say it um but but it, you know again to take even even me a person who is well versed in the sorts of behind the scenes production uh behind the scenes of what these sorts of you know productions require uh that i just you know that that, that i really i was agog and aghast at everything that i was <laughs> seeing and like puzzling like how are they doing this how is this literally happening in front of me in real time? This is nuts. You know, it, it, yeah. it, it leaves you walking away with this joyous, wondrous smile on your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did it. Fuck them. They did it. You've been drugged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just hit you with a needle when you walk in the park. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been sitting on a bench for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, it was all very cool. Uh, my kids are both daredevils thing. They wanted to go on all the fastest, scariest rides. Even oh. the ones that are too much. They wanted to go on the ones that are way too much for me now. And yeah. I had to close my eyes and bear it. And uh, yeah, we all had a, a good grand time. Mm-hmm. And even the kids like loved the star Wars bits, you know, they, they, because mm-hmm. the rides are so impressive because the, cool. the immersion of sitting on the millennium Falcon and getting to actually hit buttons and shoot lasers, you know, yeah. my seven, my seven year old could not care less about star Wars, but she yeah. got to ride on mm-hmm. a flat, fast flying spaceship and shoot lasers. So yeah, it doesn't matter that it's star Wars. It's just a cool thing at that point yeah. that you're yeah. doing, right. you know, yeah. do you get to play Phil Tippett hologram, uh, beat him up no, on the side no no <laughs> no we we that would we be a lot <laughs> we, uh, we also we we only at one point saw like at one point there was the darth vader came out and people were taking pictures and and you know but again i that i i don't go for costumed characters my kids do not go for costumed characters so we just kind of Looked on yeah. that from afar and we're like, oh, that's that's nice. There he is. There's Lord Vader. <laughs> There's um, Lord Vader. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So 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 that's instead of playing video games, we went to Disney World. Nice. Yeah. Word. Well, uh, um, I I finished Scavengers Reign since we've brought it up. Oh man! Uh, like so one did I. Podcast already. Oh uh, man. And Fargo, we talking about that too. Oh, you cut. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, Scavenger's Reign, I think, for me, was interesting because, uh, so I also, I had never seen Interstellar, and I watched that this week, uh, like, a couple days before uh, finishing Scavenger's Reign. There, you know, it's, somebody had a very good review that was like, Interstellar is the physics, what Scavenger's Reign is to biology, which... And a couple other, mm. like, it's it's just kind of like, that's where the science focus kind of, like, yeah goes in, like, a loose, like, sort of way. But, I mean, obviously, there's a lot more in it, like, it spikes up the action in a very organic, satisfying way. And, you know, like, I was very satisfied with the ending of Scavenger's Raid. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. I don't know if they'll do more. And, I mean, like, I would like to see more of course but also it was a very satisfying ending and i wouldn't mind mm-hmm. that just, just like letting it be yeah yeah i'm cool with that i never need franchises <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like if that team goes on to do something i would be very happy but yeah well um, i think what's what was great about scavengers reign is that all the weird stuff that happens they just kind of let it happen 
And you mm -hmm. just get to sort of accept as a viewer that like, yeah, well, somehow that is how mm -hmm. the biology of this planet is working out. Like, you know, in th this, right. this might beggar some disbelief uh, in, in another scenario, but like. Well, it's, um, and I'll loop it into the, I was taking improv workshops earlier today, but like, because it's not <laughs> just about that world it's about the relation. Like it still has characters with like honest reactions to things yeah. doing interesting. Like you're still in it for those characters. There's oh, yeah. just like a lot of cool stuff going on too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, it's, it's, it, it could have been way lazier. And I think like, that's what I really appreciate. Like it still would have been a fine show if it was just those characters or just that world. Like, like it pisses me off that like nobody knows about it, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 my fear was that it, it, it threatened to veer into a, just a zombie infection story, you know, yes. like at, at what point is this world's biology going to infect our heroes? Uh, but right. it never really succumbed to those tropes because in those stories, you know, that, 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 that's always a metaphor for some societal ill, right? You know, your, mm -hmm. the loss of your humanity is, it's, is a metaphor for, you know, it's a metaphor for capitalism, isn't it? Um, yeah, 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 in yeah. the words of Hobie, which is another movie that uh, I rewatched this week. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, Good uh, movie. yeah, yeah. Great movie. Uh, but, yeah. but, but thankfully it just sort of, it, it, the, the point was not losing humanity necessarily. The point mm -hmm. is, is that. Um, more of our existence depends on coexistence than perhaps mm -hmm. we are aware of. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's not, we're not fighting nature. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, it's, I like those. I don't like, um, I can't think of the stupid word for, uh, Independence Day would be considered a blank movie. Uh, Great movie. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, day after tomorrow. The, the, you oh, know, the. Oh, a disaster movie? Disaster movie. Disaster, yes. Yeah. Well, a disaster movie. Um, the night, the thing I like about disaster movies that work is that it's just nature is. Mm. Nature is. You can't really change what that thing is. Yeah. And I guess like. Scavenger's reign is like us showing up to one of those places. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. figuring that out. That's a yeah. good way to put it. Totally. Yay. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> as fuck. And yeah. man, that, I keep forgetting that music's good until like I press Ooh. play on an episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah good time. Yeah, it's yeah. a good show. Uh, How about Fargo. All right, we'll go into Fargo. <laughs> I love this season. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. How, oh, how did you feel? Yeah. 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 No. Totally. Um. I the that penultimate the the penultimate episode, uh, mm -hmm. where everything just sort of kicks into high gear. Like, okay, so this is a hell of a revenge story, and that yeah. is, I think, what has been, uh, not missing from Fargo, but uh, mm -hmm. it was a great way to just framing this whole season as a revenge story was a great way to bring Fargo back because I you know I think mm -hmm. that's. That's the big part of the hook is, is that, mm -hmm. um, she's, she's just trying to live a normal life, but they keep trying to pull her back in. So she's got to stop them. 
Um, well, like, yes. And I think like what I like about it and uh, I mean, at, at this point, I, I like the Fargo show more than the Fargo movie as much as I love yeah. Coen brothers, but the, the, ooh, I'm floppy. Don't mind this. <laughs> but, uh, but the, the Coen brothers thing is it's like, it's not just revenge. It's like, she is a complex character. Like, it's a redemption story. And that's what I loved about like that. And the, the two big, like, I'm not going to spoil it obviously, but like the, the two main storyline conclusions and just what that theme ended up being, especially in like that last shot. Oh Jesus. Like, right. Yeah. (laughs) Where it's just sort of like, she, she could easily have been the villain, you know, like, it does not take much yeah. <laughs> to like yeah. to turn that. And I think that's why it was so fun. And yeah. Well, how do you feel now, now that the season's over, mm. because I feel like things changed a lot since the last time we talked about Jennifer Jason uh, Lee's character. Cause I feel like last time you weren't too hot and I feel like still by not, the end, yeah. still not. Nah, I'm, I'm on her side at this point. Like by the end, I, mean, I, I like what she did. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I feel like her, hmm, I don't want to say it was too easy. I see where you're coming from. I definitely did. Like too, too easy yeah. to put, to make her the, hmm. I don't know. That's, that's such a good question. Yeah, I yeah. haven't really thought too hard about how to articulate. So you tell me what you like about her and I'll see what I think about that. Um, I, I think like, I, I mean, ultimately I thought the arc was satisfying, which you could give to the writing, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and, uh, obviously she's not alone. And that last speech, uh, in writing, I thought was a very good, uh, just as revenge stories go, yeah. uh, conclusion sort of thing. But I, I at least bought into where she was at the beginning and I bought into where she was at the end. Okay. And I didn't really see like the switch felt organic enough in there from what she was doing. Now, could I tell you what specifically? No. And also I would need to rewatch the season at this point because it's, you know, I watch it here and there, but, um, I was especially like when it got to, where her and uh, I can't remember the main main character's uh, name. Like Dot. whenever they had, whenever her and Dot had like one on one scenes in the last like two or three episodes, like yeah. I found those very riveting, like scenes. And you know, it's not just one person. I guess is how I felt on those. So at least like if nothing else, I was very drawn in when they got like one on one screen time. Which isn't easy, especially like given where again they were at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I wish. I mm-hmm. guess I still wish that her portrayal was more human. You yeah, know, I, I, I. Think That's fair. That's fair. Fargo is a place where heightened performances, where more theatrical or cartoonish, if you want to say, performances <laughs> can thrive and can really, really work. Um, you know, it is, it is not necessarily a place for absolute grounded realism. 
Um, it, it, it wouldn't quite have the same flavor if, if it was, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just don't think that her portrayal offered, uh, I think a lot of the reason that when she and Dot came into conflict, it was because her portrayal is, was such a caricature of an mm-hmm. icy corporate executive, mm-hmm. um, blue blood, you know, yeah. I, I kept waiting for, I kept waiting for her to give us some indication that it was all for show. Mm, I see. It was so, that's that makes what, a lot of sense. Yeah. Cause like, if you're waiting for that and, and I could definitely see that. Yeah. You know, you know, it, it feels like mm-hmm. such a put on perform. It feels like it's that, that she is being that performative for everyone in her life. Like that yeah. is the image that she's cultivated to project. And so I kept waiting to see like, but there's a human underneath that, right? Like, no, mm-hmm. this is just the way that she's okay. <laughs> this is, this is the human mm-hmm. that she's presenting. All right. Um, this, um, I mean, it's been, it's been a while, but like I started this and follow the house of Usher at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so both of them have like, like her family, and like follow the house of usher is all they're all heightened bad people yeah and that's, like that's some deliberate camp though isn't it i haven't seen it yet oh, but yes yeah 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 but it put me i don't know if it was because of that but i had a very similar you know like a foley's in an eye patch yeah. she's playing big like the first dinner table scene with like them mm. like i guess I was I was feeling the camp a little bit there, which, you know, could be argued too because does that work or not? Yeah, at this yeah. point. But um, uh, yeah, and and it it definitely made it feel like dot versus them. I guess like it definitely felt like they were all this bigger, you know, almost like the fifties uh, mother in law. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, family. Yeah, and I'm, I'm all for that structurally. You know, I I, I mm-hmm. think as as a plot device that that worked and made a lot of sense, and you know, made her feel like however much she can be at home with the life, it is with the people that she chose, not necessarily even the extended family, because even mm-hmm. they are adversarial. You know, that just is an opportunity to introduce more conflict to an already engaging scenario. So I'm all for mm-hmm. that. You know, her home is her triad of of her, you know, the home that she has made, her husband and do- and and their child. Mm-hmm. Um so uh yeah, no, it, it really was just that Jennifer Jason Lee chose to be a cartoon and I think nominally you could say of course that should work for Fargo because mm-hmm. Fargo can allow for that sort of performance. Uh it just uh, th- th- there wasn't anything in there human or real. Yeah, no, I I get that. The um, the honest or yeah, um, like like for, will, in yeah. contrast, the the actor I don't know the actor that played Munch. Um, oh yeah, yeah you yeah. know I mean what a wild you know Fargo oh, is also yeah, known yeah. for these like implacable villains who don't seem to have a shred of humanity. Right. Um, but he created such a unique, such a singularly unique character 
that mm-hmm. you couldn't, you know, that the, the, there's no, you can only imagine, like, your mind can only conclude that he is a real person. He is so odd. He is so specifically odd. That's the thing, is that mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. Jennifer mm-hmm. Jason Lee's performance felt just, I'm broadly snobby. Yeah. No, I I will agree with you there. Yeah. If, if she no. had found something more specific, specific, a more specific yeah. hook to give mm-hmm. that character some some more specific personality. It it just it felt too like yeah. I am I am portray I am portraying the outward symbols of snobbiness instead of mm-hmm. whatever this is that a man needs to say <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> that just makes you go, holy shit, what is this monster person? Oh, I know. No, there's nothing comparing too much. Um, well, I was gonna, uh, cause last time we talked, you hadn't watched, I think it's episode seven, uh, that of course is the one that I love, which is the super abstract, uh, one that goes like full off artsy, uh, I can't even tell you what happens. Was it that was, just... was that when she went to the women's retreat to find? Yes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, the, the, it was the, the bottle episode. <laughs> well, the bottle episode, but the we're going to take a very, very sensitive topic and do it in a surreal, abstract way uh, as a way to let you view it in a way to talk about it in the first place. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like I, I thought it was a very delicate line, and it's that that is the most like mm-hmm. as somebody who loves Legion, that is the most Legion ass episode <laughs> uh, by far. Uh, and my overarching thing is like I'm so excited for the Alien show that he's working on uh, because that's what he's working on. Uh, he's doing the canonical. Like, like oh yeah, aliens? like Alien. Alien. Oh yeah, he's doing. The uh, series, wow. it's a yeah, that's great. Uh, he's he's been working on it, but it was uh, one of those COVID and strikes delayed oh, okay. it. But yeah. it it started uh, officially filming, I think already. Uh, so it's still probably a little ways off, mm-hmm. but um, it is uh, it is set. I believe it's set on Earth. It's at least oh. ser- set like terrestrially. Um, I'm not sure what he's doing with it besides that, yeah. but like Who knows? there was just a lot of horror, like especially horror like moments in this season that I'm just like, mm-hmm. I want to see what he does with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was exciting. Yeah. Uh, that was a great show. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. 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 That might be my favorite season. I mean, it's at least up there with like the early, like, you know, as I said, four is the only one that like, and I still like four. Like, I still think it's a great show, but uh, like, especially those first like two or three seasons are just like, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. TV wise, the, you know, that pretty much covers what I've got. Like, I also like, uh, there's a horror drag show on Shudder called Dragula. That's really, really good. More people should watch that. But I can't really tell you much about it besides it's just super high camp and it's great. Um, oh, uh, we saw yeah. me and me and uh, the daughter did go to see the boy and the heron. And yeah, oh. yeah, had had we seen that before the podcast, that absolutely would, would have been on my list. Um, Hell yeah. Did you uh, dub or sub? Uh, sub. 
No, ah. no, 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 dub. I'm sorry. Dub. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's okay. I just dub. think. Yeah, no, we saw Pattinson, man. Oh, okay. No, Pattinson kills it. Like, yeah. I, I still think the sub is like way better, but Pattinson is. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. Oh, man. You're going that with was... a kid. You got to make their lives as easy as possible. Yeah, that's like, a, I'm not I'm not saying you can't it. read, but like it's just, you know. No, I wanted I know. to go to see Pattinson. Sure. I mean, I wanted to go see yeah. this cast. You know, I wanted to see Mark yeah. Hamill and Pattinson. And, mm-hmm. You know, this is I I know. I I deliberately wanted to see uh the dub. Yeah. Um and uh I mean it plays thematically too, obviously. Like I, I really appreciated that with the, you know, like they're actors from past Miyazaki, mm-hmm. you know, movies and it plays in with all that stuff. So Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, what I, I think this is one of the most thought-provoking films my 12-year-old has ever seen. And so, mm. and she is at the age where she's ready for it and she's ready to like cool. seriously ponder the questions that it raised. So, uh, yeah, nice. that was that was a great time for us. And awesome. again, just, hey, you know. Hey, do you spend time with your other daughter, Dave? I mean, like. <laughs> the time that I spend with my other daughter mostly consists of, okay, dad, what color do you think I should make this slime? Purple or blue? I think purple, but maybe blue. What do you think, dad? That's uh, still about the level that we're communicating. It's different. Right now. It's different. It's different. <laughs> different level of culture right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, I mean, uh, obviously, you know my opinion on Oscars. I think we all kind of don't like award shows in general, yeah. but like, that score not getting nominated, Spider-Verse score not getting nominated, those Ugh. bug the shit out of me. Jesus. <laughs> like, it's just so, so Yeah, dumb. it's like Godzilla wasn't in for best foreign language film or some nonsense Jeez, like really? that. Well, the, I mean, the, so my thing, I, I, yeah. this, I, you know, I think I do it every day. It, the international film category is the worst because you mm. get like five slots for everything that's not America yeah. and... Uh, fuck, I forget what the fuck it is uh, that was British that, uh, oh, Zone of Interest got, mm. um, is the only, that got a Best Picture nod, uh, which is great. Uh, then take it out of International and give that spot to something else. Yeah. Because it's seriously. in International as well. Like, yeah. I hate that category. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many things that should have gone there. And Boy and the Heron uh, should have you know, yeah, can be in other categories. Could, could have also been <laughs> it's in okay. There. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that but, stuff. Like, but did you watch the Godzilla crew uh, get their nomination for VFX? It's no. a cute little video. Yeah. I did they, not. they lose That's their minds. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, yeah. I, I want to, cause minus color is out this week. Yeah. I, I don't know. I if want I'm to, be able to, I don't know if I'm able to get to see it in theaters, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, whatever. You know, that, movie, that movie's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm just noticing, you know, I'm looking at your, uh, you know, uh, souls tattoo, mm-hmm. um, which looks a lot like, uh, the Godzilla minus one logo. Now oh, the G yeah, that's eating that. itself. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. 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 I guess. Yeah. yeah. The flames look like his <laughs> yep. spine. Yeah. It was just funny while you're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hoping if I get some time, I can sneak off to, the regal and catch that is that literally what they're calling godzilla minus color minus one minus color (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous but the black and white looks really good it looks yeah excellent yeah um would i have qualms about making that my first viewing 
Nah, I would you might not. Ahead. You might not watch the color version after it, much like the mist. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like this. It's probably your last chance to see that movie in a theater. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. You, you take it. Um, yeah, so. and you want to see it big. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is the week to do that. Um, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I watch wrestling. We watch wrestling. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's always on my that. list here. Yeah. If we get to it, <laughs> I just, it's just always a thing where it's just like I know not everyone likes wrestling, so I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, and and I can. And what do you talk about? <laughs> and I can go on <laughs> you know? about it. So yeah, I was just like, no, I want to prove that I watch things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm watching things. Yeah, last week Dave was like, you need to watch Fargo, so you have something to talk about on the podcast with us. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I mean, I was, I didn't think I watched shit this month. So when I sat down to write stuff, I was just like, oh, right. Okay. At least I finished Fargo. I swear Fargo. there's something I watched that I wasn't, that I yeah. can't think about. I just found out that that new Masters of the Universe dropped on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. So yep. I got to check that out because I liked the first one they did. I did too. Uh, um, yeah. And, and, and just the nature of Netflix is I don't realize when things actually come out on it. Yep. So (laughs) this one, they did push a little bit. Like I did Mm -hmm. see ads for this one, like as opposed to other things (laughs) at least, but uh, it's just aggravating when the, when the algorithm doesn't put things in front of my face that I'm interested in. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. like there's things you could advertise to me that would be effective, but somehow I get all this other bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, wrestling. Well, you know the the wrestling sure. that I watch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Same. The, the one where the person that run it wasn't uh, uh, named in a lawsuit, yeah. doing horrible things uh, in this last week. You know um, what's incredibly validating about that is it's <laughs> it just feels like everybody is on the same page finally about it. Yeah. For mm-hmm. once, it's just sort of like you don't have to dance or, or like justify it sometimes. With like, I don't know, people would bend over backwards to, no one's defending Vince, but would be like, yeah, I'm going to ignore, I'm just sort of like, mm. fucking Vince sucks, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, like this, so this is so bad. You can't turn, because, well, yeah, because I guess the, the, you know, we're talking about Vince McMahon, obviously. Um, <laughs> we just got sued. I think we're off of Twitch now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was yeah. like, you know, the, all the, all the crap came up with him you know, harassing employees or like paying out hush money, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a couple of years ago. And it was like, you know, when, when you're like, Oh, of course Vince has been having inappropriate relations with yeah. employees. Yeah. Like, of course. And you're just yeah. like, you know, standard kind of abuse of power shit. And then like, Oh, right. he was mishandling company money. And, and you can look at that and be like, wow, that's Vince being Vince, but then you, you read this and the allegations in this and you're like, Oh, he's a complete fucking monster. Right. Uh, and none of yeah. it seems surprising and everything you can read in his voice. Cause we've been making fun of it for 20, 30 years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's just, we're going to puke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I read like a good, good amount of the, the actual lawsuit and the oh, details yeah? in it. And just, Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, a lot of it, you know, was popping up in my Twitter feed and it's just yeah. like, Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, like, I, I mean, he, he finally stepped, you know, had to, st- he, did yeah, he, he step down or was he voted yeah. out? I can't he, he, remember, no, but. he, he resigned, uh, okay. which, which came hours after Slim Jim pulled from the rumble. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh no, no Slim Jim. 
<laughs> exactly. No, I that because Thursday Macho Man was, just turning in his grave. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Thursday that the lawsuit was filed, and and the story was in the Wall Street Journal. Um, uh, and then Friday, Slim Jim was like, "We are putting our relationship with WWE on hold." And then a few hours later, it was like Vince was gone. It's like ah, you, okay. you have pissed off Jim. <laughs> cannot have this. And then Saturday, Jim was like, "Oh, we're back in for the Rumble." Of course, we are. Uh, that's but yeah. If you haven't read it, like it, it is sex trafficking, yeah. like just yeah. gross abuse. Oh, my God, uh, of this, this one, this is one, one right poor girl. Uh, no, that's you know. I. That that was exactly my point too. Like I didn't read up, yeah. but I was just sort of like, "Well, that's one <laughs> yeah. that we know about." Yeah. Yeah, and just any, but yeah, it was yep. just like, because it, it was yeah. just funny because we were in our Discord chat, like, floating the idea of like, well, are we going to watch Collision or are we going to watch the Royal Rumble? Because Royal Rumble is mm-hmm. one of those special events of the year where usually, you know, our priority yep. may turn to WWE. And then yeah, like five minutes later, it was like, oh, some stuff about Vince just dropped. And we were just like, yeah, so Collision looks great this <laughs> <laughs> I, I still got to see Collision, I think, but yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a freaking good episode. Um, it's been a good, uh, I mean, I think just a week or a couple weeks. Yeah, fucking... it's been, it's, so I will say I thought that World's End was yep. their worst pay-per-view. Yep, yep, um, yep. I was no, just, I, was, I was with you. Yeah, like the vibe was off. There was a couple good matches. Uh, but yeah, just, just something was just wrong with that whole show, yeah. despite the fact that the Continental Classic was awesome. Uh, oh, yeah, that was great. Absolutely. They did a round robin tournament, Dave. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's cool. Just yeah. good, good matches good. between top guys for four weeks on end. Um, and good story in in the middle of it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, now that the MJF stuff is he's off TV and the devil storyline is <laughs> concluded. Um, mm-hmm awkwardly with busted foot adam cole uh i know but you know now it feels like there's some good things cooking and they're bringing mm-hmm. back the rankings um and you know yeah, yeah. so I, I feel like they're and they're already building to the pay-per-view that's like six weeks away like more than yeah. they usually do so uh women's division feels a little stronger there was uh, two matches on collision finally fucking right? god i know yeah i know but. One one of them was was Serena Deeb doing a squash, but she also got to cut a promo, uh, and I'm just happy to have Deeb back. Yeah. But, well, that you know that's the thing I've been saying is just, or I was saying when like Deanna Perazzo came in, I'm like they can't just mm-hmm. keep doing one women's match a show. Like they have too much yes. talent that's currently healthy to be mm-hmm. just like, well, there's one match and that's it. It's like no, you you're gonna have to start, and and also with one particular high profile woman's name that's probably coming in very soon. Like you can't. Oh, you can't okay. do this. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. It feels like they're getting back on the track after uh, yeah, corporate man punk threw them off the track. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was wondering how much that changed. Like <laughs> the writer's room just scramble. Yeah. At that point. It just, but. just feels like, well, it's not even, I think to do with his storylines, just like just having him around and his influence and, you know, mm-hmm. build, building around that guy for like, it's like he, he put over like no people in his entire time in AEW, like Ricky Starks, like once, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and nobody else. So <laughs> it's a lot of cachet that just got 
walk right. out the door and into the Royal Rumble and such. Um, and also fucking just, I mean, <laughs> I don't have a lead in for it, but Edge and Minoru Suzuki. Fucking that was, God. I was, love that so much. <laughs> yeah, just that that was, yeah, that yeah, what just when that we I was at Magfest and I saw that match announced and I'm like what the f- what is going on you yeah know, you know. I literally what I pictured was Edge like coming into the company going like and they're like what's a dream match what's like a crazy thing you want to do and he's like I want to fight <laughs> blank mm-hmm. you know yeah well that's like a lot of, one of the things that I think people don't get when they like criticize uh, some of like who he's been wrestling over the past month and like. Just like, this is mm-hmm. all Adam Copeland saying, like, no, I want to wrestle Griff Garrison. I want to yeah. re- wrestle Liam yep. Moriarty. Like, give me those guys because I want to wrestle them. I want to have a match with them. Um, yes. And that not- Lee Moriarty match was, uh, yeah, he finally, was it, was it with Edge or the one that was this week? The Lee one that he had this week with, with uh, Moxley was insane. Wait, oh, that's the one. That was great. The shit out of each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm feeling good about AEW, uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, fe- feels feels like it's going in a good place. I want them to have a show in Western New York again. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, back no, they. Years, but, oh. I mean, obviously, I can't, but they're they're popping by here soon, you know? and I'm just like, I cannot, but you cannot. <laughs> I have definitely have friends. Would be going. nice. Would uh, be nice. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. I don't think I watched any other movies. Didn't I only got a funny shows. It was like m- most of mm-hmm. the intervening time between like last, you know, the blank of the year and now right. was me like getting ready for MAGFest and then recovering from MAGFest. <laughs> gotcha. No, I mean, like I didn't even watch, you know, much movie wise at this point. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think we talked about I don't have like a ton to say, but I did see Leo. Mm. Dave, we we talked yeah, about that yeah. a little bit. It is surprisingly better than expected. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all right. You know what? It's I think it's as good as it could be for what it's doing. Uh, it's surprisingly affecting. And um, that Smigel is writing like songs and songs that are like actually moving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh I really liked once once they were talking about like what's uh Sandler like the impression that he was doing specifically, I forget mm-hmm. what uh you know, weird like manager that they used to have, or whatever, whatever that poll was. Um the voice that he's doing is just really catchy. <laughs> like it's it is it is fun. Like it's it's is he doing almost, a Barry Brillstein voice? Is that what he's it, doing? That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Barry Brillstein. Bur- Bernie. Bernie it's, Brillstein. Okay. I think. But it's, it doesn't matter. It it's I think what I like is that it's poking fun without being cynical the way like a Shrek is. Mm. Like to me, like that's what always like I don't like Shrek, and it's always because it feels like they're like he he he. We're gonna be mean to blank. Yeah, it feels like it's like fuck you, you know, like Jonathan Cat or you know Jonathan Gantz, uh, uh, Katzenberg, Katzenberg. Yeah. Yep, yep, it's Katzenberg <laughs> saying fuck you to Disney. Yeah, uh, and all that shit. But you know, it it's still like an earnest movie, but it's also like 
heightened in a way that they're like aware of the movie that they're making. It's just like, gee, I'm so old, you know. <laughs> but also, it it plays. It it does work. All right. It hits the button. So. Great, great. It's All a right. good watch. Like it's for for that team. Great. Like I I can't say that there's been many Sandler you know movies that I would say like is a fun watch. Um, awesome. All right, uh, we'll put it on the watch list. Yeah. Uh. Uh, I don't know how much I want to say. Uh, are you interested in seeing May, December? I think this is just for Dave. I don't I'm, think Tim I, I'm, it's not, I wouldn't put it top of my list. Um, yeah. uh, I, I am interested in mm-hmm. it knowing that I think it's just going to be an interesting curiosity. Um, yeah. In the same way I, that. Mm-hmm. In, in, in the same way that remember the Tilda Swinton movie, we need to talk about Kevin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's sort of. I need to see that still. Yeah. Oh, um, it, it was fine. Okay. It's an interesting ripped from the headlines thing, and it's a wonderful yeah. vehicle for Tilda Swinton to put right. on some amazing acting. But like, mm-hmm. ultimately, at the end of the day, it's just a it. Mm-hmm. It's a hey, let's take something from the headlines and just yeah, I don't know, try to tease a storyline out of it. Um, well, like, I think you, I mean, specifically that is the strength of May, December. And like, for me, for me, it didn't quite work for very specific reasons, but, um, I'm interested if you do see it because like the performances you can't argue, like are very, very good. Um, the thing that it's doing is poking fun of ripped from the headlines movies. Oh, specifically. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Then. Like, m- what doesn't work for me is, uh, it's a balance between because it's it's doing some heavy tonal shifts mm-hmm. because it's making fun of it. So, like, it is it is genuine. It is you know the real emotions. Yeah, and it's also going like, you know, like the way that these stories are told is bullshit. And funny and like playing that as humor and like, okay, those hitting, hitting each other is like hard, but it works for a lot of people. Okay. It didn't personally work for me, but I think I like what it's going for. So like, okay. That reminds me of, um, oh my gosh. Was it at Adam McKay's end of the world story with Leo DiCaprio Mm -hmm. and, and, and Meryl Streep is the the president. Uh, oh, I never saw. I heard a lot of. Or oh, thought that was okay. I mean, yeah, an never, inherently never satirical yeah. mu- movie whose satirism <laughs> de- relies on entirely earnest performances. Yeah. Oh, that was this one. That's it. Don't look up. That's it. Yeah. Don't look up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing, my thing with May December is like it's because it it's. What it's doing is playing the made-for-TV movie format as, like, the joke side of it. So, like, and not always. Like, that's basically, like, your setup. Like, it tells you almost instantly with, like, the first, first, like, shot is just sort of like, oh, it's playing this big and bold. And you're like, oh, okay, so this is going to be a comedy. And then it's sort of not. And, like... Interesting. And, again, like, it... I'm so interested because I think like it worked for so many people and I'm not entirely sure why it, it didn't for me per se, but again, like 
I think it's totally worth watching. Yeah. You know, it's definitely interesting. Well, that's, I, you know what? I think that is a movie that Jan has probably never heard of, but I bet I could convince her to watch. Yeah. No, I think, I think Jan would really like it actually. Like, especially, I think it works especially well if you have a a kind of a love for like lifetime movies in your back pocket or Hallmark Park, which have never been from, you know, like, and it's, and that's the thing. This is the third time uh, it's not part of the advertising, but Will Ferrell is a producer on it. It's, oh. um, and you might remember he did that very weird uh, uh, movie some years ago that was like he'd made an earnest movie uh, and put it on Lifetime as a, a straight up Lifetime movie with Kristen Wiig. And I enjoyed that one slightly more, but also like, I don't think it quite worked either. <laughs> like more so. Like I think that one was a little more straight faced in in terms of what it was doing. And I don't remember that movie? It was well. Whatever that's that the, I don't remember the title. Um, because because it's that Will Ferrell thing. When I like Will Ferrell the most is when he does weird shit like that, where it's just sort of like I'm just going to make a Lifetime movie and throw yeah. it on Lifetime and see what happens. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to make did, a Spanish language movie. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And he produced the the Kristen Bell comedy that was on Netflix uh, with the especially long title. Right, right, Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I think I enjoyed more than most people. Yeah, that one one did not work for me. Again, just totally just didn't quite hit them. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's clearly something he's working on and like... It's this one worked the the most for people. So like yeah. I expect okay. him to try one more. Interesting. <laughs> but, Interesting. All right. All yeah. right. Well, that it's makes just, me yeah. even more interested in it, I think. <laughs> um uh yeah, last one I've got. Um so there there was a comedy special that I won't call uh stand up, but Jacqueline Novak's uh special oh. that went up on Netflix. Yeah, I just heard about yeah. this because um Natasha Leone <laughs> produced it right yes yeah it's uh it's it's embarrassing to say everything that uh she is involved in uh i end up really liking i don't know like as like taste goes i feel like i'm very much on her like wavelength uh but yeah no she directed it um that's this right. is her that's first right. like yeah um and no it's really really good like it's it's also when I didn't realize, but Mike Birbiglia also had a hand in producing oh, it. Cool. And it made so much sense when his name popped up at the end. Like it's, um, I wish it was 60 minutes instead of 90 minutes, right. but that's just me. It is like, uh, it's a, you know, storyteller, one woman, uh, show with like, uh, heightened language. Uh, that's very, very funny. Um, it's, uh it's just very good like poetic storytelling i think like it's it's cool like you should definitely check it out like it's awesome. it's intimidating to go like 90 minutes <laughs> like 90 minutes is not a long time but like for you know especially if you think it's stand up as well yeah yeah uh sort of thing but definitely worth your time like yeah, I, I definitely yeah. enjoyed it i think it's really cool yeah. awesome yeah, that's all I got, man, the watchings. All right. 
Dave, did you watch anything? Yeah, 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 finally got to rewatch Across the Spider Verse uh, without subtitles oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this time, and yeah, I enjoyed it much more without the subtitles because ah, I was able right. to just really take in the art in front of me instead of reading it. Um, and and there's so much going on, I can't even imagine with subtitles. There is, yeah, yeah no, I know. And uh, my seven year old did not watch it with us the first time in the theater, mm-hmm. um, so this was her first time watching it. And she was like, what's it about? Spider-Man? Why do I care? But, you know, by, <laughs> by the end, she was like, that's the end? The <laughs> Dad, that movie needs to have more movie to it. <laughs> I'm like, don't Has worry. Have you seen the first one? Uh, I'm, years ago. When it, okay. Yeah, yeah, so she can rewatch that and get some more movie. Mm. Right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is fun to go back. Like, I, I mean, I had to pretty much that week instantly <laughs> put it on. No question. Yeah. No, I'm glad that's still holds up. No, Dave's going to die. Dave's going to die. I know. Oh, Dave's going to die. He's, he's it's coming down. up. He's going down hard. <laughs> he's going down. He's coming up. Oh, God. Uh, oh, like, uh, very, very quick back to, to video games thing, just because, uh, not on a podcast. We were talking about that those rare ass games that uh, Rich had, but mm-hmm. because Cubivore was mentioned, I was just sort of like, you know, I never saw the goddamn ending to that game. Yeah. So I I did look up. Well, because the thing is, I played a lot of Cubivore, and I was like, how do you beat this game? And I didn't mm-hmm. realize you just have to get to a certain level of mutations. You mm. have to get a hundred mutations, and that triggers oh. it to go into like. The ending stuff. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah. I thought, yeah, because I remember you'd like go through a cycle, you'd get eaten by some cube beast thing, uh-huh. and then you'd start over again, basically. And I was, I thought that it was like, oh, you have to get strong enough to actually fight that thing. Yeah. Or maybe not, apparently. Well, I mean, the, you know, the developers thought that by 100 mutations, you would be strong enough, basically. Mm hmm. Yeah. So that just kind of like triggers it, which like I don't love because clearly I stopped playing because of it. But yeah, yeah. it was also cool to to dip back into that that game. That game, I you know, it's kind of sad that it's so rare, but yeah, I know, and not available on anything legally yeah. these right. days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's gonna do it. Um, yeah for this i think back at some point next month yeah (laughs) towards the end yeah yeah probably around oh look there's the calendar i popped it up for everybody to see there i don't (laughs) at least on the screen (laughs) yeah i'd guess probably like the 25th or something like that'll probably be yeah that's when we do it (laughs) no i don't want that god damn what windows um (laughs) God damn, fucking Windows 98. Get Bill Gates in here. Uh, yeah, that's good for us. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And good night. And, and I'll stop the stream. And I'll stop the recording. Yeah.